That's right, everybody. As always, thank you so much for tuning in and taking this journey inside the Black Vault with me. I'm your host, John Greenwald Jr., and I'm doing something a little bit different with this video. I'm going to drop it to the audio podcast feed. Now, if you're listening on the audio podcast feed, obviously you're subscribed and you generally get longer shows. This is an example of a shorter video with visuals, but drop to audio format. I've received all your letters. You guys want more of that. So here you go. Let me know what you think either way. If you like it, great. Drop me a note. If you don't, great. Drop me a note. I want to hear your feedback on if you like these shorter versions, shorter podcasts to listen to, even though, again, they do have visuals that go along with the uh, presentation as well, albeit a short one. If you don't know how to subscribe to the that video channel, just go to www.theblackvault.com slash live. Okay, so let's jump into it. As I mentioned, this is kind of a smaller story uh, and shorter one, but one that I thought was important enough to bring to you guys. This is all about something that I talked briefly about in a previous video. I didn't dedicate the whole video to it, uh, but it was something that was mentioned if you picked up on it. It was all about a NASA classified briefing on UAPs. This FOIA request revealed that there was actually a video of this briefing, which that's rare because uh, although you, you, you likely do have video presentations that are classified that are available, they open gave me essentially irrefutable confirmation that this video existed. Now, that might not sound like a big deal, but when it comes to the FOIA world, that irrefutable proof, that documentation can get attached to a subsequent FOIA request, a new case is filed, and that's used essentially as evidence, which is exactly the case here. This actually goes back to October 1st, 2020. I discovered these documents in a FOIA case in the beginning of 2022. I'll go over the second person that it's addressed to, but his name was Randy Cruz. Now this email again, October 1st, 2020, Mike, was looking forward to the classified version of this brief. Is it possible to get the slide deck sent to me this morning so I can review it with Jim? Now the mic is Mike Gold. Now this was the follow-up to Randy's email. Uh, and this was kind of uh, important in a couple of different ways. Let me read it to you first. Also dated October 1, 2020. Hey Randy, I'm sorry that we couldn't get schedules to work with the head of the UAP task force, Jay Stratton, for today. He is wrapped up in meetings at the Pentagon. Margaret slash Jolene, do we have the slide deck that Jay used when we got the brief previously? Jay says there is a video version of the brief that is available on Cipernet or JWix. Sharice has Jay's email. He is not available by phone today and can reach out to him. Thanks, Mike. Now, there's two big things that came from this, this email. This is why you got to read everything really carefully because you, you can get 150 pages and it's just all boring, all essentially administration stuff and snoozy material. And then bingo, you come across this. The two things are this. The head of the UAP task force, Jay Stratton. Now, as I'm doing this video right now, we know that. That's not a surprise. In the beginning of 2022, this was one of the first times that we had official documentation to acknowledge it. I don't recall the exact date that I think Politico was the one that, that later had published his name. Obviously, he came out, came out with an interview. So again, that doesn't sound like a big deal. But at the time, this was the first time that placed Jay Stratton as the head of the UAP task force. 
I had discovered uh, Jay Stratton's name back in like 2019 and realized that when I had broken that story where they had commented on the gimbal go fast and, and FLIR videos and said that they were deemed as unidentified aerial phenomena, that was a statement given by Joseph Gratisher from the, the press office, but it was actually Jay Stratton that I found out in a later FOIA request that wrote all of that. So I knew that he was somebody to watch and I've been chasing documents on him since uh, 2019 or so and uh, knew that he was someone to watch and watched him. And it took a couple of years for it to finally be revealed that he was the head of that task force and was heavily involved in all this. So here he is obviously leading a briefing telling NASA, hey, there's a video recording of this. So that was something that, 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 that was very important about this, this one email. So what I did was I took that, filed a FOIA request, went after the video. It took uh, up until this week to get a response and they denied the whole thing. Specifically, I requested this, all releasable portions of the classified briefing video created by Jay Stratton that was circulated to NASA and likely other agencies in October of 2020. Per NASA FOIA request, case number, I discovered that a video does exist and should be responsive to this request. For reference, I'm attaching that email to this request. So that's what I'm talking about. You can use that information as evidence. Here was their response. The UAP, the UAP task force has informed this office that the video you are requesting is exempt from release under FOIA exemption 5 U.S. Code Section 552B1, which protects national security information concerning the national defense or foreign policy from disclosure, provided that it has been properly classified in accordance with substantive, uh, substantive and procedural requirements of Executive Order 13526. And in essence, it's all classified. It's national security information. They don't want to give it to us. I have appealed this already. I filed that appeal yesterday uh, just simply because here we are approximately three years later. Information is coming out from the U.S. government, albeit very, very slowly. But this recent UAP hearing with new videos, I feel that there should be something within this classified briefing to be released. Now, for those who aren't aware of either my background or what has been achieved with the FOIA in the past, classified briefings, classified videos can absolutely be released through FOIA. Okay, 100% full stop. So some people doubt that. Well, John, it's classified. Of course, they're gonna deny it. You gotta get out of that mindset. There are releasable portions of classified documents photos and videos. So they are able to go in, blur the sensitive areas and release the rest or fully remove and omit certain sections of a video. The National Reconnaissance Office is a prime example where you can get classified uh, videos or, or even briefing material. And what they do is they literally make the screen black and pull the audio all together and literally redact a video. So all of that is very doable. That's what they do. That's how they do it. There's, there's millions of examples over the decades of them doing just that. So I believe that there is some releasable portion of this. So I filed the appeal yesterday and I'm fighting it. Where we end up, I really don't know. 
But why I want to bring these stories to you guys is essentially solidifying where we're at. And, 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 and as I recently talked about on this channel and on this podcast with Dan Warren, that you're essentially creating a timeline, a timeline that documents every single step, where we are, what the state of everything is. And hopefully, you know, in the years to come, we can, we can call back on that and see where we're at. But in the same respect, I think these stories are important because of all the different people that telling that are telling you that we're on some path to disclosure. And for me, it's quite the opposite. And that's why these stories are important because people can talk all day long. They can go on the media, uh, go on their media appearances. They can go on their podcasts, even go on their YouTube channels, post Twitter videos, whatever, and hype it all up and say the big things are coming. I just saw another video right before I recorded this of somebody saying months from now, things are coming out. You won't believe it. Well, I don't believe it to be blatantly honest with you because we're not on that path. If there's a whistleblower that's coming out, fantastic. Come out. Why wait? The, um, I believe the channel name is the good trouble show recently did an interview with Senator Kirsten Gillibrand. And in that interview, uh, part of it was incredibly interesting to me simply because it was being stressed about this whistleblower protection, that if people are fearing reprisal from NDAs or whatever, uh, she's saying, we'll protect you. And she even went too far, and I'm paraphrasing, but she went as, as too far to say, hey, if you don't feel the language is there to protect you, let me know, and we'll get that language into the bill to, to ensure your protection. That, to me was an amazing revelation from that interview. The rest was a little, you know, standard and and what we've heard a thousand times over. Uh, but kudos to that channel for, for, for bringing that forward. Um, but that being said, that whistleblower part and her really being openly honest saying, we'll protect you. If you've got information, let's, you know, let's figure out if you're not protected, why, and we'll, we'll fix it. That to me was, was mind blowing. So all those people that are making these promises and, you know, talking about their anonymous sources and, oh, if I can only tell you everything I know. Well, fine. I, I, Kirsten Gillibrand's ready for you. The United States Senate is ready for you. So so go out there and, you know, do um, do your thing. You know, spill those beans, blow that whistle, do whatever you need to do because the protection is there. If that doesn't happen, uh, then, you know, it's time to stop believing all those voices because it's getting really tiresome because the reality is what I just showed you guys. The reality is the fact that, no, they are not being more transparent. It is the opposite. The UAP hearing said that they wanted to do some forward-facing website where they could unclassify information and release it to you. Some were excited about that. First of all, we'll see if it ever happens. Second of all, I'm not happy about that at all, simply because you know they will cherry-pick to death the things that they put out to you, that you will just have to trust that they are putting some type of valuable information out there. The reality is they will likely pick the bottom 5% of the trash that they get, and sometimes literal sense, if it's you know airborne clutter or a plastic bag or whatever, uh, that that's what they're going to put out there. And society will just go, wow, this is great. They're releasing UFO videos. No, I will ramp up the FOIA requesting cases at that point. Because that means 
they will literally cherry pick what they put out to you. If they had any desire for transparency, they would have gotten it done by now. This was done late last year that they submitted a draft. So I'm not placing blame on anybody but the Department of Defense as a whole because they say one thing and they, they're not doing it. And there's been more than enough time for them to accomplish that. So that's where we're at. That's why I think that these stories are important. Those whistleblowers are out there. I said it recently and it got uh, posted on, on Twitter and social media as well. Put up or shut up. Now's the time. Senator Gillibrand is ready to protect all of those people. Uh, so if you've got knowledge, don't go to a YouTuber. Don't even go to me. I'm not asking for, for that information. I don't want it. I want you to go and do your thing if you are legitimate and go to the Senate and go make this right. But until then, this is what we've got. That's why these stories are important. And that's why, even though sometimes I feel like a a broken record bringing very similar stories to you. This is classified. This is classified. It's still important to deal with nonetheless. So there you go. Again, if you're listening on the audio podcast version, make sure you send your feedback. If you like these shorter feeds to, to listen to that said, thank you so much for listening and or watching. This is John Greenwell Jr. Signing off and we'll see you next time.